Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Easter Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington, where it's currently second winter. It's cold as shit. Again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you do podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the social medias like Instagram. We're live right right now. now. Uh, Or the TikTok, which is communist. I have an account. Don't check it. If you're on there and you you follow us, more, more power to you. But honestly... Instagram, yeah. or on Facebook, um, you can also find us on YouTube, all by searching America's Diesel Podcast. If you have questions or comments, YouTube is a great place to leave them. Tyler reviews, all reviews. Just keep those reviews coming in. <laughs> See now, I'm screwing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's keep those reviews coming in. You leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that and send it to the podcast at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck or the truck that you do want. And an address so we can send a sticker to it. Looks just like our logo. Back of there, there, over more, more. There you go, just like that. All right. And if you have sent emails for stickers, we just got a new batch in. I'll be getting those caught up today. We're gonna get started in this episode. Thank you for tuning in on all of the lives. Again, we're gonna go live every time we're in between episodes on Wednesdays. So Wednesdays around five o'clock, you can almost guarantee us going live. And we're about half our barley juice deep. So. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you, you next time. Enjoy. How do I make it go off? End. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. bad. <laughs> oh, I got oh, to share this real quick. Oh, God. Tyler, tell me about ordering from Diesel Power Products. Well, okay. If you are going to place an order or if you've already placed an order, make sure that in the comment section of your order, when you're placing that order, put podcast. Or if you've already placed an order with us and didn't do that, what, what are we doing? What are we shooting? Who do we send that to? 
Send that to uh, uh, Ben at dieselpowerproducts.com, uh, and he'll get your order marked. It's uh, what do you you know you might ask yourself, what do I get? Well, you get a thumbs up from me, and maybe a hug or a kiss from Ben. I don't know. You'll have to come here to get it. I'll give you a hug <laughs> and a kiss. <laughs> but, but basically, what that, yeah, basically what that does is it shows the people that pay us that we are doing something to make them more money, essentially. <laughs> So that you're listening to the podcast and you're buying parts. Yeah, basically that. <laughs> you can tell I do this part of the uh, intro all the time. I have one part that I just nail. And when we're not on an Instagram live, um, it goes very, very swimmingly. But I'm almost done. I'm just tagging my God. everybody in here. You social media weirdos. I know. I know. I'm tagging. I'm tagging you in here too, man. Oh. Tyler. Huh? Uh, yeah. Never have I ever done a full intro. <laughs> and Zachary McFarland, I'm tagging you in there as well, just so people can oh, try yeah, and find fantastic. you in there. So I can just clear that to clear that when that comes up. <laughs> Anyways, I don't even know what we're talking about today. If you guys are listening, uh, we're just gonna listen to um, the sweet sound of my voice. Uh, might sing you a song. I okay, no. I'm ready. I'm ready now. <laughs> no, right? No, Jeez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know how well Tyler did that whole podcasting, but we do try and track our orders. So if you have placed orders in the past and you did not tell us that you're a podcast listener, make sure and shoot me a DM or an email. Let me let me know and I can slide get you. his DMs. Slide in all nice and slidey like, and I'll get you in there. If you're placing orders over the phone with one of our knowledgeable sales techs, make sure and let them know that you're a podcast listener. Receive absolutely nothing except high fives, hugs, and kisses, and. Uh, <laughs> You help us make sure that we can show the big guys upstairs that, uh, not like the big guy, but like we have two physically large guys upstairs. Yeah, they, yeah, actually they are, yeah. They're fairly large. <laughs> <laughs> They're not chunky, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we make sure that they know that we're not just down here farting around, that for some reason people like us. and are Even though it seems like we're just farting around. Right, that Instagram Live would probably tell you otherwise, but yeah. uh, that people are actually spending their hard-earned American dollars with us here and trust us with their parts for their truck. Yeah. Which, not to get sappy, I greatly appreciate. Absolutely. We are America's Diesel Podcast, and we're America's Diesel Superstore. What more could you want? For a reason. Seriously. Hell yeah. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae, and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. 
Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. So now that we just talked about how much we love our customers and whatnot, this episode's called Possibly Impossible, which basically is bashing on issues <laughs> we've ran into with customers. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, but not really, but eh, same, same, but not. Yeah. Um, so what we mean by this episode of Possibly Impossible, sometimes you're working on your truck. And you know that something fits. You know it's supposed to fit, but you're mm-hmm. looking at that and you're working and you're like, there's no way it's gonna fit. Yeah. There's no there's no way I can fit these one piece up pipes on my OBS. Yeah. There's no way it's gonna work. There's no way. There's no way. Not even a little bit. It's impossible. It's impossible. And you may be thinking to yourself, you know, this one's wrong. This one it's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, but there's something you, different with my truck. Yeah. I have the one truck built on a Tuesday by Larry yeah. after lunch. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, folks, as uh, as someone from this side of the counter, and also someone who works on my own stuff, yeah. and 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 I buy stuff from people that obviously we don't manufacture any parts. I'm always I'm buying parts that other people make, and I also buy parts from you know manufacturers that we don't even sell. Yeah, it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: if you're getting advice about it, listen to it. And put your pride in your back pocket and, and just try and go forward with it. And some of these are the stories yeah. of people who could not put their pride <laughs> in the back pocket and yeah. proceed to cuss people out yeah. and or leave bad reviews. Yeah. So, let's get into it. <laughs> there. Okay, so you did mention something <clears throat> that I kind of want to bring up. That I know... I personally have ran into this. I'm sure everybody has at this point. There are diesel engines, okay, that are used in pickup trucks that are also used in other things, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 5.9 Cummins or whatever it may be, 7.3, okay? So when a customer calls us and they tell us they have a 2005 5.9 Cummins or whatever it may be, and then they buy a part, and then that part, said part does not fit. Most of the, like, what happens a lot is that we find out through questioning mm-hmm. that it is not in a pickup truck platform. Okay? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've had guys call for, like, Cummins on generators, uh, 7.3s and medium-duty trucks. Mm-hmm. Um Six, uh, six sevens in medium duty trucks, like all sorts of different things. Those are that's very, very important pieces of information. <laughs> yes. Uh, it wasn't until I was a very seasoned sales tech where you start picking up that vibe early in the conversation. Yeah. You start You start knowing when to ask those questions. If you're not seasoned or it hasn't bit you in the rear already, it's easy to fall on there. Yeah. And what I... The the vibe I want to put out there is, and I, I, I do take it with a grain of salt, you may not know that you have something weird, okay? I get that. But if you have a 5.9 in a medium-duty truck, and you're calling a company like Diesel Power Products, and you all you see on the website is pickup trucks. Yeah. But you have, like, a medium-duty dump truck. Yeah. Or, like, a, <laughs> a, a slide bag. Or a lot. Or they like put, that. you know, 5.9 comes in a lot of Ford chassis. Exactly. In the medium, it, it would behoove you to mention that, okay, <laughs> or just kind of like, and, and and I've been that guy too, asking, and I'll call into a place and be like, hey man, I've got like a kind of a dumb question, but I just want to make sure because, you know, I could be completely off base here, yeah, and it could be as simple as, hey, I've got this rollback truck that's got a five nine and a Ford, 
and I see you guys sell a bunch of Ford parts, a bunch of five nine parts. Like, which section do I look under? Like, oh, whoa, that's totally different. Yeah, we sell pickup truck parts for the most part. You know, I might be able to help you with something, but that alleviates that in the beginning. There are things that cross over, but there's also a lot of things that don't. <laughs> yes. That being said, I'm going to bust right into one it. of my favorite ones because this this uh, even though I'm not on the phones on the regular. Um, I do hop in. Me and Todd both help in, hop in to help out and stuff yeah. like that when it gets stacked. But this usually these issue this particular one gets passed to me because I have installed it and also I'm a seven three guy. Yeah. Uh, Corey is quickly learning the ways of the seven three owner, um, and he likes it. And he likes it because he's my man. Can I, Can I ask you a question? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why? That's it. Nostalgia. That's it. His answer was, it's the first diesel I've ever owned. My boy, Corey. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, God. But it was Southern California, so it's okay. Yeah, all right. So, this one is the... Chuck is, like, dragging a anchor behind it. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually in the middle of writing a, uh, a lengthy blog post for this as well, but... Oh, see if you can beat my blog post. I wrote one blog post, and it's, like, the most... I get so many... We should probably revisit that again, because I get so many freaking people asking Still do, questions. Yeah. Um, but this is regarding the CNC fabrication high-pressure oil pump lines on the uh, OBS and Super Duty body style pickup. I, I think I've even ran into this before. <laughs> yes. Um, and having installed them myself, even me knowing that they fit, that there are different size fittings from the pump to the head, that the rounding is not the same as the stock lines, I still found myself puzzled while installing them yeah okay so like you're not far out of bounds but here's the thing when you have something like that and you call in and the answer is right in front of you but you're unwilling to see it that's where we run into issues this is where the possibly impossible comes in so usually the callback that we get with these type of lines is uh you guys sent me the wrong 90 degree fitting or i'm missing a 90 degree fitting or yeah. that these lines don't fit or something like that and I have a piece of text and a picture that I will usually send. And it's basically a picture of like a stripped down valley of a 7.3 with the lines and how they're, how they are routed. And I number each junction, yeah. one, two, three, four. And then I send a, a legend or a key stating which fitting goes where. And you have to not only look at the picture, but also look at the words Yeah, and then you can make it work. But a lot of the times, because it is so simple, by the time these guys call in, they're so pissed off that if it's a simple answer, they're almost even more pissed off and they're not willing to look at it. Yeah. And I'm talking like, I have personally been like on the phone, cussed out. And I fully am aware that like this phone is like on speakerphone on the cowl of the hood where the windshield wipers are. And he's in there fiddling with the line. So it's not going to fit. Not going to fit. It, see, this goes here and this goes there. And I'll, and I'll hey. You've got two nine-degree fittings. One's big, one's small. They're very close. Where's the big one? Okay. That goes in the pump. Okay. Where's the small one? That goes to the head. Yeah. Okay. Flip the line around. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned to fit, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> keep in mind, that was after like 30 minutes of being cussed out, yeah. seven emails, and all of those emails contained, I need you to refer look at the picture, look at the numbers, read which one goes where, I know it is. they are very close. Just trust me on this one. Yeah. 
and it's just it's sometimes you wish you could skip to that uh oh i got it man thanks sorry about that click right because granted we're here to help but yes. getting cussed at and yelled at and told you're it's fucking, not fun it's not fun no okay and i'm here to help and it's one of those things where like <laughs> by the time we get to that point it's like sir have you installed these before no okay i have I'm not saying I'm a genius, but I am a diesel tech, you know, yeah. on the phones. I also get my hands dirty almost every weekend on this stuff. I'm a 7.3 guy. I've installed these on the exact truck you're working on right now, and I know that people have issues installing them because I ran into them myself. I was even second guessing myself, yeah. Yeah. and I had to remind myself of the information I'm giving you now. Right. So take the information, take my knowledge, and move forward. Yeah. And sometimes I just won't do it. Yeah. But anyways. That's one. Of, that's probably one of my favorite possibly impossibles. Yeah, it's impossible. It doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. Ty, what do you got? Well, I got. I think one on this list. Everything else is yours. But um, I'm sure I've ran into most of these. But so, um, certain manufacturers um, have a when you're replacing a turbo on, let's say, a fifth gen Ram. Okay. You buy like a, I don't know, let's just say a fleece cheetah <laughs> as an example. For example. Um, they ask for the t- turbo serial number, which this is one thing that I'm, I'm a little confused with. Um, I don't know if fleece is listening, but they should, me personally, I think they should already note the serial number on this form that they put in. Anyways, for the core return, you got to put the new turbo serial number on there, right? They put it on a... a, a kind of uh, kind of obvious spot i mean it's it's you could get to it but you got to kind of you know it's use your extremities it's not (laughs) a random spot it's not a random spot yeah so um we had a certain individual (laughs) that uh returned his core that didn't have the new turbo serial number on the on the paperwork when he returned his core and fleece needs that um and i go to inform him like hey the turbo serial numbers on the turbo it's on the exhaust housing clamp yeah. i can't get it i can't get to it not kidding a week prior josh our catalog manager asked me to get my turbo serial number which i think is maybe in a more difficult spot to to get to off of my truck mm-hmm. my 21 because they were doing something with parts whatever so I went out to my truck, popped the hood, saw the turbo, saw the tag, reached my hand down there with the phone, and I took a picture. <laughs> okay. I'm not phone savvy, as everybody knows. <laughs> okay. But I know that I could put this camera right here down in places that I can't see. Hey, <laughs> It's amazing. It's like magic. Anyways, I just put it down there, took a picture, got it. So this guy proceeded to tell me that it's impossible to get the turbo serial number and i'm like well did you try did you try to get it from below you know because you could reach up there i'm like take a pick no nope, it's impossible i've got a lift on this truck it's not gonna happen okay okay sounds good <laughs> just thinking to myself like guy you haven't even tried yeah <laughs> like you haven't even tried like just spend two minutes and try. I bet you, you reach down there, pop a picture. There it is. And now you've just saved everybody more time. Because the whole thing about that whole like, there's a sheet of paper on top of that box that says 
write that serial number down. It's even on the outside of the box. Mm -hmm. But if you throw the box away, you got to get it off the tag. So, again, impossible. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got on here? Oh, this is actually a good piece of information. Yeah. So, uh, FAST fuel pumps. Mm-hmm. Shout out FAST fuel systems. If you didn't know, that acronym stands for fuel air separation systems. Uh, one of our favorite lift pumps here. We keep them in stock. Um, but the one of the common calls we get about is, man, I just bought this FAST pump. It's missing all kinds of parts. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now, guys. In my In my entire time working here, I have never had a FAST kit missing parts. Yeah. There are, I'd say, probably eight to ten companies out there that are so meticulous with yeah. the way they package and the detail and the level they go to that if someone claims they're missing a part, I'm not saying that I automatically call bullshit, but the likelihood that a part is actually missing is so low it's virtually zero. Yeah, and, and this goes also back to... <clears throat> When you get a part for your truck, okay, most manufacturers will include in the instructions a breakdown of all the parts that are included in that kit. So before you start installing anything, what you should always do with anything you buy, I don't care if it's truck parts or washer machine parts Mm -hmm. or whatever, check the part sheet, check what you have, okay? Check them, (laughs) okay? Because if you call us and you say, hey... I checked my parts list. I checked what's in the box. I went through all the parts. I am missing one of these fittings. Like they, it says three, I have two. Mm-hmm. Like I checked everything. I haven't even opened the packaging of the parts bags. It's yeah. not in here. Okay. That's an easy one. Like, yeah. Okay. They screwed up. We'll get you that part ASAP. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't done any of that stuff and you're just, you took the instructions and went, Flew them off to the back because you think you know what you're doing, and you go to install it, and you go to install it the way that you think it should be installed. You might sit there and think, "Oh, I'm missing parts because it's mm-hmm. not installing the way that I think it should be installed." Well, your thinking of how it should be installed is not the way it's supposed to be installed. Right. <laughs> so I've been doubled down on that. You may have installed this in the past, but something could have changed, and they may have updated something, which is exactly the case with Fast. Yeah. Um. So FAST releases instructions almost once, twice a year because yeah. they're always updating and always They're trying to make things kids. easier, trying to make things better. Exactly. And one of the things they do, which some people find irritating, I understand why they did it. I see I see both sides. I see why they're irritated because you would want to get the instructions in the box. But I also see FAST's side where it's like they're always updating. So the best way to update well, is to have them digital. Well, we're trying to, you know, trying to save the environment. Save some paper, man. Yeah. This shit costs money. <laughs> like, people think you can't afford to put a piece of paper in there. Like, well, when you update your instructions twice a year, and then, but you print them out by the thousands. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got, you know, 17 boxes of instructions that are irrelevant. Yeah. Would you rather have the most update kit and instructions or an old piece of paper? Yeah. Up to you. Take the kit or take yeah. the new instructions, take digital ones. Um, but 99% of the time when someone calls in and says they have a wrong fast part or their fits and farts out of their fast, it's mostly because they are looking at the wrong instructions because they will go by serial number or manufacturer date on there. Yeah. And uh, it's always a good time when that happens because, again, that's another one of those like seasoned tech things. Like when yeah. someone calls in and says, I'm like, <laughs> you're not, I mean, you can't say this, but like, you're not missing anything, man. You're just looking at the wrong instructions. You have to 
to lead them to the water. Like, hey, man, what, instruct- sure. what instructions are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. It's got that red bulkhead fitting. They don't use that anymore. They actually use these fittings. Oh, I've installed 14 of these. I, I know you have, but they, <laughs> they've changed their kit. Uh, so I'll tell you what. I got your order pulled up here. I'll email you the new link to the instructions. And they get it, and they pull it up. Well, shit of a bitch. I got everything. Thanks, man. Yeah. I've and even I- had guys like when fast switch to that or they've downloaded the wrong instructions. Exactly. And that, that's what it mainly comes down to. Like, yeah. What else we got? Oh, oh the- <laughs> this one. Okay. We are here Monday through Friday. Okay. It's been that way for bankers hours. A okay. Very long time. <laughs> okay. Very, very long time. So if we get a call from someone that says that they spoke to someone on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's almost always the same situation. Yeah. Like, I called and talked to someone there, and they said they were going to next day air me a transmission. Yeah. Well, here, okay. Here's one thing that I want to put out there. This is what happens all the time. And I don't blame people because we sell mm-hmm. a lot of parts. <laughs> and we can't, we don't have the time to explain the internet to people. Okay. <laughs> Although we have had to. <laughs> we have I had have. to. We've, we've, had, we've had to. But if you go on Google and you search a manufacturer, Okay, that you're trying to get a hold of, we very well might pull up ahead of the manufacturer. Okay, yeah. we spend money on ads. We do, a, we we try to do a better job as far as with our verbiage of mm-hmm. what goes into the listing. So we do pull up higher on that Google ranking. So you do click on us and buy from us. Okay, it's not a, it's not a. We're not trying to like pull one over on anybody. It's just just how the internet works. Okay? Exactly. If if you want if you want to go down a rabbit hole. Go on YouTube and start learning how Google AdWords works. Yeah. It'll either make you excited and maybe you find a new career, or it'll make you sick to your stomach. Yeah. It makes me sick to my stomach, but it's it's part of business. We get a ton of calls of people trying to reach a certain manufacturer or something, and they end up calling us, mm-hmm. which th- that's what I like about like our sales techs and how everybody was trained and that sort of thing. Like Even if you were trying to reach out to a manufacturer but you have a question that we can answer, like, we'll just, we'll answer the question for you. Like, we'll help you out. But just remember us next time when you need parts for your truck. I mean, that's, it's just kind of one of the things that we do that yeah. we don't, we're not going to be like, oh, you, you, unless it's like someone who placed an order with someone else and has an issue with their order, we're going to direct you to where you ordered it from because we're not going to sit here and listen to you, you know, be pissed off at like, us for something we never even were, were you know, in. We'll on. give you their phone number. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of the times when I have that type of issue and someone calls and I order parts you and I've looked up every single type of information I can to try and pull you up and there's nothing. And it's like, where did you order from? Okay. I, I'm not asking this because I'm trying to like implicate anything here. Yeah. I'm trying to guide you in the right direction. Do you remember maybe what state you ordered from or and that's, did you order this from Diesel Power Products in Spokane, Washington? Yeah, the guys in New Jersey. Like, no. No. Okay, that's XDP. Nothing against XDP. In fact, I like XDP. They're we pretty work, cool. We work really closely with They XDP, have a monster like, truck that's pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's like, okay, so it sounds like you ordered from XDP. Yeah, you guys. No, we're, we're not. This is Diesel Power Products. Here. Here's XDP's. I Googled XDP and your number came up. No. You, you it's go- because we sell some of their parts. Yes. XDP what you did is own parts. You Googled extreme diesel something and may have misspelled it, and our Google ranking in your area happened to populate before XDPs did, and he clicked on the number, and now you called us. It's, it's the internet, whatever. Okay, but here is XDP's number. Shoot them a call. They'll be able to get you handled. Yeah. Fine. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to help you here. 
What else we got here? Oh, God. I'm going to take this one. Go for it, you 7-3 weirdos. 7-3 people. So much misinformation out there. So, uh, there's a common leak point in 7-3s. It's the uh, dipstick tube adapter. Or Which, dipstick by the tube. way, that is like the worst dipstick design ever. It is. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, what? It's almost like it was an afterthought. It probably was. Oh, seriously. Like, I mean, because like well, Cummins, I mean, they a- have it through the block. Like, it, yeah. you can't, like, it's a push-in, double O-ring, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, however, <laughs> it's like the most the freaking stupid, like... Dang oil pan with a dude, pot I, metal. I, I'm t- I, I know I'm like kind of taking your thunder here for oh, me, yeah, but yeah. there's... I remember when I was younger, this was before I was even working for Diesel Power Products, I'm pretty sure. I was like, so some good friends of mine's... Good friends of mine's? <laughs> some good friends of Get mine. Get that English out, Tyler. Golly. Um, he, he would do a lot of side jobs. He would do a lot of work on diesel trucks in his shop. And this was even this was before I think even that part was maybe even released. Um, trying to replace the dipstick um, housing, whatever you want to call that thing, mm-hmm. you're going to mention the thing falls in the pan, right? Yeah. Well, I they were they were they were trying to replace like the O-ring seal or whatever on it, and it like they had a way to I think it was like with a coat hanger or something to mm-hmm, hold the back mm-hmm. end of it, right? Well, it fell in the pan. Yeah. Everybody so we're in there with a bore scope and they're with some grabbers trying to get this piece out, dude. Like it and was it like slides me, under the winged tray. It just, there's yeah. no way. There's just no way to get it out. Um, but I spent like probably a good 45 minutes trying to fish one of those out. It is literally the hardest thing to do. I think it might be. I don't know if I don't know if anybody who's actually got one back up to like. I I really don't. I mean that it's. That's got to be. I'm close sure to impossible. someone's got stories of. I think you got time. better odds of winning the lottery than getting yeah. that part b- back up to reuse. So to fill you in here, so the where the dips that goes in the oil pan is seven three. Um, they basically have like a, like the on the inside of they they basically put this on, and then put the engine on top of the oil pan. It seems like yeah. So there's basically think of like a flanged adapter on the inside of the oil pan with a giant nut on the outside, and as time goes on that jostles around and wears loose and you start leaking it usually starts as a very slow seeping leak and then one day it just starts puking yeah and it happened to me personally i had like a a drop every now and then and then all of a sudden i lost a gallon of oil (laughs) on like a 20 minute drive yeah okay so it's not a matter of if but when uh, I would recommend you keep one on you if you don't have one. Like I, I, I have two seven threes. Neither of them are leaking right now. I have a dipstick adapter on call. Yeah, sitting there. Like I, I may end. Like, I'm probably gonna do it in the excursion this summer sometime because it's, it's sweating. It's not it's you, definitely you might, not even near yeah. a drip. But I'm just, just gonna get, get it done before um, you're dealing with an oily mess. But what? Uh, I always get this. driven diesel. Yeah. Just a tube diaper. yeah. What they do is they, as you take that nut off, you just let that mid, that inside piece fall into the oil pan. Yeah. And it freaks people out because the, the adapter they have kind of, it's kind of fish plates in and swings behind it. And then you put the Allen bolt in and it sandwiches it with a double O-ring seal on the inside and the outside. So it's, as long as the surfaces are clean, the likelihood of this leaking again is virtually zero. Yeah. But everybody freaks out because the adapter falls at the oil pan. It's going to come up and hit my you know, lower... It's going to come... My come crank. My crank and everything. My it's going to break my crank. It's going to get lodged. And I have a picture that I have saved on my desktop of what the inside of a 7.3 oil pan looks like. Yeah. And the best way I can put it is the only time that that 
is ever going to come in contact is a very special situation, but mainly it involves the truck being upside down. Yeah, that's what, that's what I, have, I, you might have heard that from me mm-hmm. when I talked to people. It was like, listen, the only time that's going to become an issue is if the truck is running upside down, which you've got more problems than the dipstick adapter touching anything yeah. at that point. And to <laughs> double down on that, there is a windage tray inside that oil pan. It's impossible. Which has a hole, I'd say about four or five inch diameter over the drain plug. Yeah. So, and I believe that's, uh, now the drain plug would be the lowest. So the for that adapter to come up in contact, not only would it have to be upside down, is it the lowest place? Because you can still drain the oil and block the oil. Well, yeah, because it's just like a, a ring, basically. No, it's more than a ring. It's the well, actual. Well, I mean, but there's I mean, a hole in the middle of through it. it. Yes, yeah, yeah, I can. So, I mean, it's. But it. It, it's impossible. Okay? Yes, it's the, not going to happen. Okay, there's there's no possibility of it happening. Here, here's a test for you. Um, go get yourself a five gallon bucket. Fill it with three gallons of oil. Fuck it. Fill it with three gallons of water. Yeah. Okay. Oil is more viscous, so water is going to prove this anyways. Fill it with three gallons of water. Find a, uh, I don't know, like a, you know, those bottle openers that go on a keychain that are round. Mm-hmm. You know that a lot of times people brand them. Yeah. Find one of those. Put it at the bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Okay. Drop it in there. See if you can get to come to the top just by sinking the bucket. Yeah. Circling and gy- up and, and down. And gyrating, right? See if you can get that to come to the top. And if you can. Last time I checked, metal doesn't float. Doesn't want to. <laughs> okay. But and if for some reason you can even get it off the bottom of the bucket, if you can get it off, just remember that oil's thicker than water. Yeah. Okay. So once again, good luck. Never going to be an issue. Yeah. I've had to go to bat. I've had to, yeah, never going to be an issue. Okay. Last one. That's a funny one. Yeah, That's we're going to get kicked out of here in a second. I got to pee like a mother oh, well, trucker. Finish this last okay. one. Okay. Clocking on. a turbo. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, actually, the only time I've really ran into this um, has been when guys are using a second gen turbo in a first gen. Okay. So where they actually have a discrepancy on where the especially if it's an intercooled first gen mm-hmm. where that is leading out but uh, most of the well I don't know where you're going with this but most of the time turbos are clocked how they sh- should be when you get them mm-hmm. like there's very few times that you actually have to move them um, but if you do it's relatively simple I don't know where you're going with this but no mine it usually happens on the second gen trucks the VT44 yeah. trucks and the yeah. 12 valve trucks um but it's not so much on the first gen undercooled ones, but it's you, they get them and they they're put them in. They're like, dude, my charge piping is not lining up. Like yeah. none of this is lining up. I was like, oh, I just got recalk the turbo. Well, I got to send it back. Like no, it's it's uh, it's it's two V band clamps. It's really easy. Yeah. Or if it's like an SXE, it's bolts. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, you see you see the center section. Yeah. You see there's a big V band clamp on the exhaust side. Yeah. You see the big V band clamp on the on the on the compressor side. Yeah. Loose okay, well, what side <laughs> what side's not adding up? Well, they both aren't. Okay, well, is the turbo mount on the exhaust manifold? Yeah, okay. Well, loosen the V-band clamps and rotate how it needs to be. Well, do I have to take apart the compressor? No, you don't. No. Just, just slide. That's it. That's that's why they're V-banded. Yeah. That's why. Because, honestly, the whoever is manufacturing the turbo or testing it, they can do the best they can to get they set as up. As close as they can. As yeah. close as they can. But you may have to slightly reclock it, in which case it's built for it. Yeah. Congratulations. Right Good on, line. man. <laughs> no return necessary. Yeah, no return necessary. And 
it's kind of like a little bit of a more tangent that we're not going to do too far but it's like sometimes you, you start talking to someone it's like you know if if you are willing to help me help you in about 15 minutes of diagnosing together right now we can have this done now yeah you could be on the road and done in the next 45 minutes yeah but they're like nope i want to send it in this is garbage <laughs> like it's not garbage <laughs> i can almost guarantee you the issue you're describing right now is not related to what you the part you replaced in fact you probably didn't need to replace this part but i tell you what tell me where the oil is coming from tell me where the oil is coming from tell me where the oil it's not coming from there yeah oil doesn't exist there <laughs> it is oh, okay Okay, it sounds like you should probably send this turbo in for inspection. You're going to be down for three weeks. Yeah. Because that's not how this works. Yeah. Oh, this is not your content. Well, tell you what. You got 15 minutes? Let's do this. Let's find out what's going on here. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes, I will say, it, it doesn't always work out. But sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, you have that? Tighten it down. Yeah, it's it. everybody always leaves that loose accidentally. It's always fine. Yeah. You pinch that O-ring, go to new ring Everybody pinches that already. Yeah. It's fine. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Tell you, all right, cool. Yeah. See you later. Okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. As opposed to having this truck in your driveway for three weeks. Right. With no turbo. So. All right. That's about going to wrap this one up. Oh, God. I got to go to the bathroom. I know. Todd's so got to pee so bad, bad here. I like the smallest freaking bladder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, everybody, oh. we greatly appreciate all you guys tuning in. Again, make sure and check us out on the old Instagram lives. We are trying to pump that thing up to a 1,000. I know it's not seems like a lot, but, I mean, we're at like 700 right now, so I want to get up to 1,000 and keep it rolling. Let's keep it going. I'll hold it until we get to 1,000. Wow. No, yeah. I won't. No, I won't. Hopefully we're at 1,000 now anyways. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.